What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. We missed you guys. I missed Morgan so much. We've talked for like an hour and a half before we even started talking to you guys. <laughs> it has been a busy few weeks. Apologies for not having time or energy to record. Life continues to get in the way. You understand. Yeah. Trust me, if we had if we had the option, I would much rather hang out with Morgan for, you know, an hour or two than do just about anything else. So it is not from a lack of wanting to. It's literally it's also a lot more that goes into a podcast. Like, obviously, the best part is just getting to sit and talk on the phone and or talk on Skype with you. But it takes us planning. It takes us, you know, we have to organize our episode, edit it. And like get our stuff together. Then we have Nicole now that helps us with the marketing part. So there's a lot of moving pieces. We do miss you a lot. Please bear with us. We're trying. We do want to be consistent and we love you. Yes. Yes. All the things. All the things. All the things. So rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, pretty please. Actually going off of what we're going to do today. If this, like when you're listening to this, it will already have been my birthday, Stephanie's birthday. Um, so for my birthday, if you could like tell one friend, and I think it's super fucking weird and kind of makes me uncomfy and do this motion that we're even talking about my birthday. It's one of the things we're talking about today. Cause like I get hella uncomfy talking about my birthday. Yeah. I do not like it. Before we get into my fucked up views on birthdays and things like that. How, how, what are your thoughts on birthdays? I feel like you're very more normal middle of the road on birthdays. Um, so I used to have really high expectations for my birthdays and I think that comes from my parents being awesome, which is like a weird Mm -hmm. (laughs) way to phrase that. But like when I was little, it was Morgan makes the rules day was my birthday and it was just kind of like a yes day that parents do these days Mm -hmm. where the answer is just yes to everything and the kid gets whatever they want to do. So those are my birthdays. And then, you know, that fades out my birthday parties kind of abruptly ended when I was like nine or 10 because I was coming up on having a bat mitzvah in a few years and that's like a huge party so my dad was pretty much like yeah we're not throwing you birthday parties like if you want this big bat mitzvah party (laughs) you have to give and take Mm -hmm. so the only birthday party I probably had since I was nine or 10 was my bat mitzvah. And then otherwise it's just been kind of chill since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice dinners, like a small, but nice gift, like a nice piece of jewelry from my parents or something like that. I've been snobby about my birthdays before and it just always made me feel gross afterwards. So now I don't really give a fuck. And I think that also comes with, nothing really going along with my birthdays anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like when you're 20, you're not a teenager anymore. When you're 21, you can finally drink legally. For me, 22 and 23 were like my first years not living with my parents anymore. And then you're 25 and it's your, you know, quarter of a century. And then it's just like, what am I even celebrating anymore? Yeah. A worse hangover. Needing to drink more water just to like maintain my life yeah so I don't know I don't I don't really get excited about my birthday the the way that my work schedule is um 
we work every third weekend. And like, if I'm still at this job in August, I will be working on my birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Which I know there are people that like, it's a holiday for them and they wouldn't do that, which I can appreciate. But I don't know. I didn't do anything on my birthday. My mom did. (laughs) (laughs) So like, what am I celebrating that? Like I got pushed out of my mom's uterus. I didn't do anything. I just like laid there and got pushed. We just joined Earth. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. That part's a big deal. I always say to my mom, like, thank you for opening up your cervix and pushing me out without any pain medicine because she was too late for the epidural with me. God bless you, Cheryl. My God. (laughs) Lord. So she did it natural, all natural. Oh, natural. Did she get a trophy? I feel like you should get a trophy. I don't think they do. I should get a trophy for her. Yeah, you should. You should. That's what you should do for your birthday this year is get your mom a trophy. I should. Yeah, she wanted the epidural at one point, but it was too late. And then with my sister, she got it early and was. she says she was laughing when my sister came out. <laughs> She's like, she was like, I don't feel anything. Uh breeze this time like look at the monitor during her contractions and be like oh that must have been a bad one i don't feel a single fucking thing (laughs) she's like and that's why your sister has a better sense of humor than you is because we were laughing when she came out (sighs) you were born into a much more stressful environment (laughs) it's like cheryl that's why i have so much rage yep I am an angry elf. Yeah, angry elf. And I had a cone head, like a gnarly cone head. My mom was like upset. Yeah, I'd do a cone head. I came out looking the way it did. Oh yeah, that's what's so sad. You were like, "What the fuck is that?" (laughs) Vaginal deliveries are brutal, man. That's some major, major cone heads. Yeah, so I had a total cone head. But yeah, I mean, birthdays are great. I think yours is complicated because. Your dad passed away like a week before your birthday. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things that complicate. And yeah. yeah. I'll go so, into it more. <laughs> plus you're a Gemini. Yeah, that's true. Which is the worst. It is though. Everyone hates Geminis. I feel like I was just born at the, like I wasn't meant to be here. I, I feel that way on a regular basis. I was not meant to be here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be existing right now. But, um, and I wasn't like an in vitro baby or something. Like I was, my parents were the cookie cutter. They were married. They had been married and enjoying their life for six years. And then they, my mom graduated college and she wanted to have a baby and she got pregnant. Like she's like my girlfriend, Emily, who I love very much, but like, God bless her. <clears throat> her first son was born. Actually, his birthday was yesterday. He's two days before me. And then um, her daughter, she's due, I think, July. I'm such a bad friend. I'm pretty sure she's due in July. And like literally both times, she's just like, I think I want to get pregnant. I think I'm going to get pregnant. I was like, you'll be pregnant next time I see you. She's yeah. like, well, that's not. I was like, mm, no, it's I love you, Emily. But like you just make shit. Things just happen. Like she just is like, yeah. I'm going to do this thing. And then it happens. But um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, so would you say your number one, I'll unpack my birthday trauma bullshit in a minute, but would you say your number one favorite birthday was your bat mitzvah? Well, my bat mitzvah was in June. Uh-huh. Um, so I was almost 13. <laughs> so it wasn't really, yeah, I mean, like that was a great day. That was really fun. The thing about a bat mitzvah is that it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Bat mitzvah for girls, bar mitzvah for boys, and for those who don't know. So 
turning 13 when you are like a practicing Jewish person, especially in America, like in in Israel, it's like your 13th birthday and it's like, hey, congratulations. And they don't really make a big deal of it, but it's like kind of an Americanized thing where it's a huge party. It's like a little mini wedding, mm-hmm. but it you have to lead your congregation in a service before you can have the party. And that's a lot of work. It was months of like learning my, you know, script from the Torah. Everything was in Hebrew. I don't know what the fuck I was saying, but I just memorized whatever they told me to memorize and whatever. But that wasn't really my birthday. And then we moved to Nashville like a week later. Mm-hmm. So you, see, I moved to Nashville on my 13th birthday and Morgan moved to Nashville like a week after her her 13th birthday because we were that's how we met was at new kid orientation in eighth grade after both being like upheaved for our 13th birthdays well no my 13th birthday was actually our first day of school first day of school that's what it was my 13th birthday was the last day of school and we moved so like we ended school (laughs) next morning we moved and then yours was you moved there your first day of school yeah so we just got butt fucked on each side of the summer right so my actual 13th birthday sucked. Yeah. That was like my, my... bat mitzvah was cool. Yeah. That was me. And that then, was, yeah. What'd you say? I'll say, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um. And then, I don't know. I think my most fun birthday was 22. 22. I had just moved out and I was like by myself in like a little city outside of philly and my girlfriends came and we got shit-faced and everything was in walking distance so that was fun that does sound fun but i don't know it's just not a day that sticks out to me like i can't think back and be like that was a great birthday because it's never just it's never you know, exceeded any expectations that I had when I gave a shit. And now I don't really give a shit. Yeah. But there's Uh some girls who like, I love going to a birthday party. Don't get me wrong. But there's some girls who like have four birthday parties or they have like a birthday party with like each crew of friends or like I can't. A birthday month. A birthday month, a birthday week, like. Nobody else can do anything that week with their life because it's their birthday. That, for me, after, like, high school, I'm very confused at how you continue to carry that energy. Right. And maybe it's because you don't have any birthday trauma. Like, we both have birthday trauma. You have some. (laughs) I had – that was, like, my mild first, and, like, I built up from there. But, like, I don't know. I just genuinely – I love a party. I love going to dinner with friends. I love having friends over. Like I, I love a dinner party. I, I, I'm into it. For some reason, when it becomes about my birthday, I get so like, it feels weird. Yeah, I don't like being the center of attention in that way. Mm-hmm. But I do make myself the center of attention. Other times, like when I go out, you know, yeah. I'll like tell a joke or make a ridiculous comment and you know capture the crowd for a brief moment or whatever Mm -hmm. but when it's like people are specifically gathering to be like happy birthday i'm like yeah yeah i usually just end up doing like a dinner with my parents and sister yeah i don't know 
I know. I don't know. I don't either. But like, I think we are honestly in the minority. Yeah, I think so too. And like, but I I want that. Like, I don't know. But I also like, Charlie's like, oh, do you want me to plan like a big birthday dinner with your friends? I'm like, no, 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 no. We can have dinner like the next weekend. I was like, please don't plan a birthday party. (laughs) That gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Like, I was like, I don't want a birthday party. I, I did... Again, I'll unpack my birthday trauma with you guys in a second. I did debate moving my birthday officially to 4th of July because it is my favorite holiday because I love food. Same with why Thanksgiving is my favorite family holiday. And 4th of July is about sitting outside or preferably by a pool or body of water, which you guys know I'm a huge fan of anytime you can be waterside. That is the only outdoor activity I'm a big fan of. You get to eat grilled food, which is one of my very favorite things. And one of the times I don't have to cook, eat ice cream and popsicles, another big thing. There's fireworks and you just like chill and eat and hang out with your friends and like drink. Yeah. I was like, I want that. Like I'll take America's birthday. Like that's the birthday celebration I'm looking for. Literally made a movement to try to make my birthday 4th of July. Hmm. Because I think that's awesome. I just don't see why it matters. Like why why a birthday matters. I mean, I guess it's kind of looking for celebrating the small things in life. You know? Like finding the small joys and it's the day that it's about you. And if like you're in a big family and it's never about you. But a lot of the girls who I know who do have like big birthday things, uh, typically it's kind of all about them anyways. Like it's not like yeah. it's never their attention time anyways. I don't know. The birthday thing is just weird to me. I don't, I think it's such a weird, if you really break it down and think about it and how many demands a lot of girls I know put out for a birthday it's just fucking weird. It's a weird concept that everyone pretends like it's totally normal. And you know what else is weird? First birthday parties. <gasps> so weird. And now they do like, I mean, which I guess parents like celebrating, accomplishing that they're alive. Cool. But they do like themes and then the parents wear like the t-shirts with the themes. Uh, like I, j- I don't understand doing a big thing like that and and spending all the money <laughs> when the kid's not going to remember. No. No, not at all. We had, so Parker is four and this is his when, yeah, third birthday I've been, no, second birthday. Cause I was there for his third birthday and fourth birthdays. Yeah. And like three, he, we went to Chuck E. Cheese and he had no fucking idea what was going on and that it was his birthday. This is the first time like he was at a birthday party and present and he kind of opened gifts, but like he didn't understand the concept. So it's going to take to like five, six, seven for him to like pick up that we're doing a birthday party now i mean you know what i will say i remember my fifth birthday this was my best birthday party okay continue my fifth one we had you know all my friends from kindergarten and the neighborhood over and i have always been obsessed with a little mermaid i have a mermaid tattoo i still love mermaids to this day and we had a little mermaid like ariel themed party Mm -hmm. where we played a game of like, I don't know if it was, it was like balloon dodgeball or it was just like everyone with their legs tied together like you were mermaids mm-hmm. on the floor hitting balloons around. That was fun. Mm-hmm. My parents thought of that. That was cool. And the favors were like painted shells. Oh, cute. Um, my grandmom is a good artist and she like painted the Little Mermaid characters on shells. Wow. And they were... 
like part of the party favors. That was cool. And I don't know. And it was, it's so thoughtful and it, I remember it. It was something that I was and honestly am still obsessed with to this day. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. My little mermaid birthday party. That's a rad birthday. That was rad. I don't remember any other birthday party though. Like my parents like, do you remember your eighth birthday? I'd be like, literally, no, I remember the mermaid shells and like being a mermaid. That's it. Yeah. As far as my birthdays. Um, so I would say my, my number one was, well, it was like the major guilt birthday. So like, like, like Morgan said, we both moved on our 13th birthday and we literally like my last day of school at my old school was on my birthday. So for my birthday, my parents took me and my two best friends to um, Discovery Cove and like it's like Discovery Cove SeaWorld and Tampa before we moved. And it was kind of like a moving slash thirteen, which 13 is the big birthday in our family. Like we celebrate 13 pretty big, honestly, bigger than 16 because 16 you get a car anyway. So like that's already a big deal or you get to drive or whatever not get a car but um but we went and we swam with dolphins and stuff and I got to go on a trip so it was like a, my sisters didn't have that big of a birthday so those two were to it was like my going away slash birthday that was really fucking cool <sighs> my shitty ex-boyfriend did throw me a pretty cool surprise birthday party in high school for one of my um, birthdays yeah that was fun that was fun because like well you still live there you hadn't moved yet but you were about to move Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So that was like, we literally had, I, I was throwing her like near my birthday weekend, a, a going away party. And that's what they were like. It was really easy to throw you a birthday party because we knew you would never there. My mom asked, she's like, well, do you want a birthday party or Morgan's a going away party? I was like, Morgan's going away party. Cause I feel weird <laughs> about my birthday. She's like, we knew there was no way you would choose to have a birthday party. Right. She's like, so when you were planning Morgan's going away party on the last day of school, which we had a fucking blast at, that was so much fun. Mm -hmm. um and then we threw her party hosted it surprised her then like two days later or something like that it was like very close together yeah then my ex threw me a party and they had like a big they they were in a band and all that shit but they had like these big screens up and stuff but it was more so he flew in my friends from florida and then morgan was about to move and she got to be there so really it was like he threw it, but it was like me hanging out with my girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was like you facilitated a place for me to hang out with my girlfriends. Yeah. Which is really what I'm looking for. Um, so those were pretty cool birthdays, but I don't I guess if you were moving, that had to have been fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, it had to have been fifteen. Um, because we met when we were thirteen, yeah. So it had to have been fifteen. Um, last year for my birthday, I got taken to Gatlinburg. That was cool. I do love like a birthday trip. Huge fan of that. Um, trying to, I'm trying to think all good birthdays right now. Yeah. I don't have a ton of good birthdays. Um, not that my parents didn't try. My parents always, always, always tried to make it. And like, we always have parties. Like I, so many Chuck E. Cheese parties and things like that. It wasn't that. It's just the, I had so many good ones. And then the bad ones were so bad that it's hard to remember the good ones. Um, I'm trying to remember. That's like my major good ones that I remember. I remember like Astro Skate and shit like that. But um, the 13th birthday party was so fucking awesome that we moved and that was really hard. And I got my period like the week, like at my mom's going away party for us moving. So like I was on my first period on my 13th birthday and we moved. It sucked. 
And Yikes. I was such, this is the, I was not a brat growing up. This is by far the brattiest I've ever been in my whole life. This is my shining brat moment. This is like my shining brat moment. Like where Morgan made herself pass out as a kid. This is my moment. <laughs> um, I fucking love Shania Twain. Always have since I was like four. Love her, obsessed with her, worship her. Still, now that I've been to, as an adult, best concert I've been to in my life. Um, When I was 13, I did not understand the concept of a farewell tour. I thought that meant she was leaving forever. We'll never see her again. Basically, she's dead, right? Like, that's what I thought farewell meant. I was like, she's she's gone forever. And she was coming to Tampa like right before we moved and my entitled little ass. <laughs> Cause my mom and I did go to a lot of concerts together. That was like a big birthday present would be a concert more than like jewelry growing up. My grandparents kind of got jewelry, but like my parents did like activities. And I just like, so expected that to be like my last gift before we moved. And then we didn't get the tickets. And I remember being <laughs> like a TGI Fridays and trying not to cry. Cause I was like, thank you. And they're like, what's wrong? I was like, I thought, I thought we were going to see Shania Twain before we moved. <laughs> and I was like, I'm such a fucking brat. Oh my and God. And they're like, we got you a phone again, because we were moving. We uh -huh. had this birthday party. And I was like, but you did those things because we were moving and you felt bad. Like <laughs> we, you had always talked about going to Shania Twain. It's her, like, I'm never going to see her again. Like I genuinely, I was like, she's dead. She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> After her farewell tour, she will crawl in a hole and die, mom. That's what happens. That's what people do. That's what people do. They don't do 20. And she, I, I'm sure she tried to explain to me that Shara has gone on 20 farewell tours and I just like wasn't hearing it. So I did get very upset about that. And I did apologize quite a bit later on. And for my 26th birthday, so like double that, she did get me Shania Twain tickets and <laughs> literally best, best concert of my life. And I would have never expected it. Like I was excited. Best concert I've ever been to. So that was a pretty good one. You know what else I hate? Ooh, what else? Now that you th brought up TGI Fridays. Uh-huh. I was at Applebee's on one of my birthdays. Uh-huh. And they had, there was a clown there. <gasps> for your birthday? And they were like, it's her birthday. Like, it just happened to be there. Why? I don't know. I don't remember, but Ew. I have a summer birthday, so maybe it was like a summer thing. I don't know, but. Oh, yeah, like a back-to-school clown? They were like, oh, it's her birthday, and then it, like, came to sing happy birthday to me. I don't like being sung happy birthday in public. Yeah. And I certainly don't like clowns. No. No, no, no. So whenever I go, if I ever go out to dinner on my birthday, I'm always like, do not fucking tell them that it's my birthday unless it's like a really nice place that they would never sing they'll just like bring me a dessert with a candle in it except for i tell people every single time it's your birthday and i'm with you i don't like it i, know. I don't care <laughs> i don't care what you like i know i don't give a shit it's hilarious i don't it give a shit so uncomfortable i know it does it's amazing and i'm like oh you literally never get embarrassed so i find it absolutely hysterical that you get embarrassed about people singing to you that really is probably the only time Cause you're just, you're not an embarrassed person. That's why I find that. Serenaded. Yeah. I mean, it's an uncomfortable. Oh, do you remember a macaroni grill? This is like a memory unlocked that when they <laughs> used to be the opera singer at macaroni grill. No, <gasps> I just had this like memory tap out moment. And I, anyone who's listening to this, who has been through that. Okay. So macaroni grill was like a birthday spot growing up, right? Like that was like one of the birthday options. Cause it's a little bit 
upscale. Yeah. You know, they're like the big I've sister. Been. Yeah, I love a macaroni grill. Uh, I mm -hmm. wouldn't consider it upscale now, but for your 12th <laughs> birthday, it's a more bougie option. You know, you're not at melting pot level. You're right. you're at, but you're not at a Chili's. We're at a macaroni <laughs> grill. Okay. And they have opera singers who just like fucking casually walk around and go to your table and sing for you. Oh no. And even when they're not singing like at your table, I get uncomfortable. Um, and we have talked about here, I have really bad ADHD right. and went undiagnosed for like my entire life. And so like when that was happening, like I could not function and do anything else. Like <laughs> I couldn't ignore it. It took up everything in my brain. I couldn't have a conversation. I just sat there in like this insane amount of anxiety until it was over. And then they would come to the table and fucking like Susan, which is my grandmother, would be like, oh my God, it's her birthday. And we'd all be like, mm, Susan. <laughs> and they'd be like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Whatever. I can't sing opera. I can't sing anything. But like <laughs> opera, your happy birthday in your brain. That's probably what it sounds like. I hate it. Uh, it is. I wanted to melt into a puddle and like float away to be someone's pasta sauce like i <laughs> would have given anything to turn into an alfredo in someone else's meal at that time not only that but now that you're an adult can you imagine like training your entire life to sing opera and the job that you end up with is at the macaroni grill i can't i'd have to be so stoned like can you imagine like genuinely getting ready to go sing at the mac grill no like i'm gonna get some penny rustica <laughs> I'm going to write my name on some tables upside down because that was a really cool fucking trick that the waiters did there. And then, uh, and then I'm going to sing some mad opera that took me years of my life to learn how to do. Yeah. And maybe I'll get discovered at the, uh, Tampa <laughs> macaroni grill. That's amazing. You know, like literally off 19 and I don't know, golf to Bay <laughs> that no talent agent has ever looked for in their life. Maybe you sang opera at like the Hooters down in Tampa. They're like the first original Hooters. You might get picked up by somebody there, but not a macaroni grill. Oh, God. It just like makes it even more awkward. Yeah. I feel like you have to be in a really low point in your life. To look back as a grown up and be like, damn, that person was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And that's what they did. You know, when you were like really freaking out about work the other day. Yeah. I think you're doing okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm certainly not singing poorly at a macaroni grill. Yeah. Like that's not, you're not dependent on tips from people eating like chain restaurant, semi-expensive pasta. No, I'm not. If you've never been to a macaroni grill, like Carabas, that's what we're talking about. Same yeah. Thing. Oh, yikes. Okay. So there's that memory. And then we'll go ahead because this is always the thing people want to talk about is like my fucked upness about birthdays and probably why I'm a fucking weirdo about it. But you're a weirdo about it too. And you're not, you're not as fucked up. No, I haven't had like legitimate horrible things happen on my birthday, but I don't think that moving at 13 around my birthday and then at 15 around my birthday really helped my cause. No. Cause like 13 is a big birthday and 15 you're like, when you're a 15 year old girl, you're just a fucking cunt. Yeah. A fucking asshole. Yeah. And I was 
the worst of the worst. <laughs> I just, I don't know how I made it out of my teen years without being sent somewhere. Yeah. For like personality readjustment. Like the rehabs before your personality in the woods that people do. Yeah. Or like military school. I was nasty. Yeah. I was nasty. And I was angry and the moving around didn't help. And then the area oh. we moved to was not amazing. Like it was nice, but the kids that I ended up finishing growing up with were mostly horrible. They were horrible. Who you went to high school with at the end was horrible. I know. They were so mean. Yeah. We, we've to, we don't have to go into it as much. No, I totally told you all the story, but woof. Getting, being, I was like completely alone on my 15th birthday because we moved and I didn't know anyone. Like there's this, like, it's like a running joke that that whole summer I formed a Morgan shaped dent in our couch in the basement. Cause literally all I did was like sit down there and watch reruns of America's next top model. Yeah. That was my summer. Yeah. So I'm sure that has something to do with it where I'm like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Cause well, and I associate, I associated you moving with my birthday after that too. So like we both moved on our birthdays and that I associated you leaving and you were my person. Yeah. I mean, even like when I broke up with my ex, the one that threw the party and stuff, like he told me he's like, after Morgan left, you were never the same. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was like a trauma. Like that is a trauma to find like your person. Yeah. <laughs> like your soul sister. And then like move to a new place that you guys build a foundation together. And then she moves again. Yeah. Which like my sister did the same thing. Like she, well, she didn't want to move, but like two of her best friends moved. Yeah. And then they like built this life together and they're her like soul sisters. Like when the wedding, I was at my sister's wedding last weekend, which it did go really well and she was beautiful. And I'm, we're really glad that they enjoyed it and we celebrated it. And now we're done with wedding planning after two years. <laughs> um, but her other, I mean, I would say her other maid of honor. I don't, I don't know if she had the title, but she was, it was Rachel who we've talked about loving so, so, so much, but she, the same thing happened to her. She moved in, like changed my sister's life is her very, very best friend, her Morgan and then she had to leave and she her family did the same thing they moved her around a lot and it was not fucking fair and it really fucked my sister up quite a bit too yeah yeah like it's i don't know i mean and if you've never moved before you can't really understand and if you've never had to move multiple times you can't understand like it's brutal anyways that sucked ass it mm -hmm. did and then i don't remember not liking my birthday after that i just wasn't like a big deal and then my 21st birthday, the week before, um, I had taken scuba diving in the fall semester at school. And my ex-husband decided to take scuba diving in the spring so that we could just get certified together at the end of the year. I actually joined that scuba diving class because I was like when I was spent like that year single or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to find my husband in this class. I didn't. But I was like, <laughs> I just feel like people who take scuba diving are cool. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, we went on our trip to go get certified. So like we had done all of our dives. We just had to do our official dives, got down there, spent the day at the beach. My birthday would have been exactly a week away. So we were going to have this trip for the week, enjoy the beach, go home and celebrate my 21st birthday with everybody, which like my family, uh, they're fun. They're partiers. Like they like to have a good time. 
I didn't know the exact plan, but I knew there were plans for going out. And my friends had plans. Like, you know, we made the big signs and stuff like that. Went to sleep that first night there. I feel like I've probably, I've blacked it out and I've talked about my dad passing away before on here and told the whole story, but uh, went to sleep that first night and didn't realize my phone was in the car, woke up, found out my dad had died like overnight. And like the day my dad died, so he died like after midnight, like we found out that day, but it had been like early in the morning, um, was May 20th, which is exactly a week before my birthday. And so then we had to start that whole traumatic journey and all of that stuff. I think I've unpacked and if I haven't, eventually we'll talk about it. But I literally found out my dad died a week before I turned 21. And because of that, obviously, understandably, I didn't get my scuba certification. And um, I fucking loved scuba diving. I really enjoyed it. It was one of my very favorite things to do. But uh, it's like one thing you can do when you, well, other than I guess working in the ERICU that you can't panic. Yeah. And I've always been scared that if I go back and get my certification that I would panic and like have a flashback of some kind. And then when I thought I was ready, my ex-husband supposedly bought me lessons and then ends up he like didn't buy them because he sucks. So there was another birthday, like that was a birthday. He's like, I bought you lessons so that you can go get scuba certified now that you think you're ready. And he never bought them. So, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Typical ex-husband move. But um, <laughs> I can't imagine why I married him in the first place. Couldn't tell you. But I, so I didn't get my scuba certification. We had to come home, plan the funeral. Fortunately, like my best friends and family were there. And then we had like, so my birthday was on, I guess that would have been a Monday. And my dad's funeral was on a Friday. So we had like a funeral and a wake, which actually my dad had a killer wake. We got fucked up. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a, yes. We had a great time in honor of stove. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of tears, but like a lot of my friends from every aspect of my life, it's like the opposite of a wedding. It's like everybody came together to be sad and like eat and drink and like have memories, but it wasn't that sad. It was actually one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life. I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but to have so many people come and tell you that they love you and that they loved your dad and like have a drink with you and have a drink to your dad and all the memories they have like Bob Boyd who had been one of my best friends since I was 14 he is a weird motherfucker and if I ever like same thing here if I ever need anything he'd be there in a minute my dad hated his nose ring he had like a like a bowl nose ring and hated like he had some sort of weird facial hair thing going on my dad had made multiple comments about it my dad was just like ex-cop, ex-military, like clean cut dude and didn't like that shit. But he loved Bob and loved his parents. And Bob came into my dad's funeral with his nose ring out and his face cleanly shaved. Mm -hmm. And I remember just fucking bawling my eyes out seeing him. He's like, I had to do it for Steve, you know, and yeah. like all that stuff. And so it was already like such a warm time that I just I wanted to pretend it wasn't my birthday so yeah. bad. And everybody's like, well, we have to do something. I was like, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. We, we really don't. And, um, but they all felt so guilty. And I remember they had us like, we all went out to dinner like Saturday night, which my birthday was until Monday with my whole extended family. And it was like trying to force everyone to like celebrate my birthday. And that was like, I think that was my traumatizing birthday party that like the, I, I guess that now we just unpacked and I found it like, <laughs> 
the idea of having a birthday party makes me think of that dinner at Famous Dave's. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We were sitting like mm -hmm. on the back porch of Famous Dave's and I was so upset and like people like bought me presents and stuff. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't want to. Like I have no energy to celebrate. I'm crying. I'm upset. Yeah. And then two days later on my birthday, we did go to Chewy's, which I think we might do tomorrow. And like I drank, my brother was there. Then we went downtown. <laughs> And we went to my dad's favorite bar, which is now closed, which is Paradise Park if you live here. And we had some maker shots at my dad's favorite bar. Um, but it was really sad. Like, it was so hard. Yeah. Um, because he would have been, like... He would have been the ringleader on, like, a big 21st birthday oh, night out. Exactly. Like, he... I am sure he was the one who had the game plan for what we would do for my birthday. Yeah. Like, he, he loved hosting, like, tailgates he like he just was like he was the party um which is so funny to think about like there's so many he has such a weird aspects of his personality but when it came down like yeah. fun like he was in charge and it was so hard to do it without him that then i just didn't want to do it yeah and i think being forced to celebrate my birthday when i was so sad and that every year i dread my birthday coming which like i don't i feel bad to say i don't know how my sister got married yeah. The day she did. I truly, I don't know how she did it because, like, I fucking hate this whole month because of it. Like, I don't know how she did it. She literally, we had a rehearsal dinner on my dad's death anniversary and she got married the day after my dad died. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, she's just very different than me and how we handle things. Um, but, like, I truly don't enjoy my birthday. I don't yeah. like celebrating it. I just, I don't know. And I, I feel like we, uh, we may be the minority, but we can't be the only ones. But yeah, so anytime you see, I mean, I do, I love my friends and family. I love that people make me feel loved and feel special and I appreciate it. We're going away for the weekend this weekend and I'm very excited for that. Like I love getting away. That's what I prefer on my birthday. I'd rather not be here. Um, but that's why if you're like, why do we never do dinners for Stephanie's birthday? And uh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, because that was lit. I think that's the last time I had a dinner for my birthday that was like more than just my immediate family. That is so weird. I don't think I knew that. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's not true because then Sierra graduated high school on my actual birthday. And um, she's like, well, we're going to have a birthday party for you the night before. And then you're going to pretend it's not your birthday on my graduation day. And I was like, Sierra, like, you know, my feelings on my birthday. Yeah. Like, I promise I won't steal the spotlight, but like, we don't have to do a party. But we did. They had a party. I mean, like, I had fun. But, like, I it, I didn't want it to be my birthday party. Like, I genuinely get anxiety about a birthday party. Like, it makes me so... Eh. Yeah, and I, I don't have the same... Obviously, I don't have the same, like, birthday experiences you with like someone close to me someone like super important to me passing away so close to my birthday mm -hmm. but I think there's a lot of expectations and like build up around a birthday party like a big birthday dinner whatever it is and mm -hmm. then it's like put in all this time and effort or other people put in all this time and effort for you and it's like meh yeah like it just never it never really gets to the 
like meets expectations of yeah what you like hope for deep down Another thing kind of off topic, but not really that you made me think of not with birthdays, but just put this out there for people when you're talking about what we did after your dad's week and after his funeral, when we all got together and we were drinking and we just talked about him and shared memories and Mm -hmm. it was like a free for all of whatever anyone anyone wanted to bring up and in Judaism I know, weird segue. In Judaism, whenever somebody dies, they are buried very quickly, like within 72 hours. They're in the ground. Yeah. I remember um, when your was a grandpa passed away when you still lived out. Yeah. Like he died. We flew into PA because we still lived in Tennessee at the time. We flew in and he was in the ground 24 hours later. Yeah. So they get buried really quickly. The Like you do your service, you know, at the grave or wherever Mm -hmm. and then the family member one of the family members of the person who died like if they were married then their spouse has it or if they had children like one of their kids will host it's called a shiva oh yeah and you sit shiva every night for i don't know like a week or i don't know how many days but Whoever your house is open, you're sitting Shiva, you're the main person or group of people grieving, and whoever is able to show up shows up at your house, brings food, wine, whatever, mm-hmm. and like talk about the person who died and share memories and all that stuff. So it's usually like the biggest Shivas right after the funeral. And everyone who was at the funeral or couldn't make it there at that in like the morning or whatever goes into like this party Mm -hmm. at whoever's house afterwards. And then it kind of like continues until it like fades out for a few days afterwards. Yeah. So it's like if you can't make it to the funeral, then you're like, oh, well, so-and-so's, you know, parent died. I'm going to go bring like a pie over and sit shiva with them for a little bit. And it's like an opportunity for everyone who knew them or knows you, the griever, like to go and show support and talk about the person and share memories and just like express that you're like there for them. And I think that's a beautiful thing that is in the Jewish religion. And it obviously isn't just in the Jewish religion. They just don't have like a specific name for it otherwise. And it doesn't have to be a religious thing, but it is helpful to people who are grieving. It's so true. Like, I know we've done a grief episode and we'll just, it's a birthday and grief episode. It's fine. That's what it always is though. It it always is. But like the birthday, it's such a, it's such an important thing to talk about. I now have way more friends than I would wish to have in the dead parent club um or god fucking forbid like you have your dead kid club dead spouse club dead sibling club like i know way more people than i wish i did who have felt grief and i remember and i know especially people who like i lost my dad suddenly so it makes people uncomfortable but people who lose their spouse or kids especially um other people feel so awkward talking about the person who died Mm -hmm. um like, I remember my ex-sister-in-law, it was like a Christmas or two after my dad died, being like, wow, you, like, talk about your dad a lot for him being dead. And I'm like, you talk about your dad a lot, is that just because he's alive? Yeah. 
I'm like, I'm telling stories just like you would tell stories about your family. So I'd like leave him out because he died. Like, I, I don't understand. And even more so, like you want to talk about when you are grieving, you want to talk about the person you miss. You don't want to pretend they're not there. Or most people don't want to pretend they were never here. Right. Because that you're missing, like your heart is missing. And the other thing I'll add is after we had like our religion episode a year ago, probably at this point, Yeah. my mom actually called me or texted me, I forget. And she was like, there is, cause one of the things I expressed is that there's no hell in Judaism. Mm -hmm. And she was like, there is a hell. It's no one remembering you. Wow. Fuck. I know. Sit with that for a second. That was dark. And I'm a very dark person. <laughs> so it's true. Like I can get on board with that though. Yeah. Like you not, you didn't make an impact on it. Not even on the world, like on no one. Right. I can't imagine. So it's a way of preventing that. Yeah. Also like, I don't understand why we don't have more opp opportunities to, like you you eulogize eulogize you googly I think you go <laughs> <laughs> For a second there I thought we were going to be reading are you googly <laughs> <laughs> But like why don't we get to you you eulogize you eulogize Jesus Christ I tried to make a zoom inner <laughs> token now I can't speak English um yeah. like while we're alive because of things <laughs> Some things that were said about my dad after he died, specifically by my siblings, were really fucked up um, <laughs> at the funeral. But, like, a lot of things that people said about my dad, like, like the memories that were brought in and, like, what my friends did really think and what our loved ones really thought. And, like, um, a lot of people can really use that while they're alive. Yeah. And I wish there was some time in your life that people got to tell you why they loved you. Let's make it birthdays. That would be so cool. So that'll be our new birthday tradition. Yes. Okay, cool. You can go first for me. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to because your birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Wesley did write me. I was kind of sad. I was just in my feels last week and she wrote me like this super sweet note. Like she wrote a letter to my dad Aww. telling him all about me like as an adult. That's really sweet. It was really sweet. <laughs> um yeah so it's pretty cool but i do think you know i think people deserve to know that they're loved and then kind of like you makes you happy to, like okay like watching i'm gonna be totally honest i haven't liked anyone morgan's dated until kyle um <laughs> not been a fan have not been quiet about it either um i do like kyle and i and i watch how he cares for you and like him loving you and taking care of you makes me happy in a way that it's hard to explain, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like when I lost my dad, having people have such happy memories of him or like anytime you talk about my dad, like it's a different kind of love to see your people loved. Right. And so, oh, fuck me, we're supposed to be talking about birthdays. Um, <laughs> But we, I mean, we kind of figured this is where I would go because I get emotional about birthdays. But like, I think for people to see, like we did a speeches at the wedding and I, I think I did a, like a good job, but it wasn't like what 
I would want if I was like looking for something like that. Like I do want to know why people choose to have me in their life and spend time with me and stuff. And I think how sad is it that we wait until someone leaves to tell them how important they are. Yeah. That's so sad. Well, it's like the opposite of a birthday. Yeah. So let's join the two things together. Okay. And from now on, birthdays are in in person a live eulogy day. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Anti death day because you made it. <laughs> yeah, you are alive today. Yeah. So I will eulogize you. That sounds wonderful. You literally okay. have twenty four. You have three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I have one hour and ten minutes <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. Which really means 25 hours. Actually, you also get an additional three business days to be late because I'm Stephanie and I'm always late. Okay. So you also have three business days that I can run over. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I could use the extra time. Yeah. Yeah. And three days is enough. Three business days. Um, but, you know, I like that idea because I do – I didn't really think about putting it together. We've talked about this enough. I don't know how – that is the cool part about podcasting, y'all. And this this sounds irrational. Well, A, I already work out a lot of shit talking to you. But I've had like a really bad day before and I can't figure out what's wrong. And I've popped in the studio and I've recorded by myself. And it's like better than a journal. Like talking through and processing like someone's here, like what you're upset about. Like now that I like I'm putting together like that birthday and having to put a game face on for my own birthday party. I it I wanted to separate my birthday so fucking bad and that prevented it from being separated. Mm-hmm. Then now every time it's my birthday, I just think of my dad dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, eh, this isn't fun anymore. And no. my, my sister's birthday is two days before my dad's birthday, but it's also my grandpa and my um, aunt's birthday. But like, my sister never really seems that sad about it because she's already shared that birthday and it's not like a sad memory and it's not like a forced association. I feel like by having to have a birthday party, like it's a forced association for me. Damn. Yeah. So there's that. So there's a lot to unpack here, guys. Um, <laughs> a lot of things. But yeah, I truly, I agree. And you know what? If your friend's birthday is coming up, that would be a fucking rad gift to them because I can't, I'm not even a words of affirmation. We neither of us are words of affirmation people. No. But like being eulogized while alive will be pretty fucking cool. And, you know, even your friend who doesn't make a big deal about birthdays, there's probably something going on there. You should try to unpack it for them. Yeah. You should also probably try to unpack the girl who tries to have five birthday parties. There's something wrong with her too. Yeah. There's like a lack of validation and attention somewhere the other 364 days of the year. Mm -hmm. That's obviously not good um but yeah I mean it's like it's just another day whatever as kind of how I was thinking in the beginning of when we started having this conversation and now I'm like hey wait it's actually a day to recognize like how grateful you are for the people who are in your life and just kind of bask in the glow of that yeah. That's not a bad thing. That doesn't have to be a snobby thing. No. It can just, you know, be your day. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it's it's kind of like when you grow up and when you're younger, it's like how many people came to your birthday party. Ugh, yeah. And um, which we were going to talk about aging, but let's leave the aging part for next week. 
Okay. Because I do think that's an important discussion. Or if you want, we could wait towards your birthday, but I'm scared that we'll forget if we don't make a list. We're going <laughs> to talk about, yeah. I didn't know the birthday part where it's going to take up so much thing. I'm glad it did. But let's, I do want to break open the whole stuff we're talking about aging wise and like unpacking all of that and those feelings. Because, mm. you, you know, I mean, like we both have feelings on that. And I think, I mean, yes, comparatively to like probably our audience, some of you think we're old as fuck because you're in your early 20s. And some of you are like, shut the fuck up. You're still in your 20s. But yeah. we do have some feelings we have want to do on that. But yeah, I think, I think revisiting birthdays, but like what I was trying to say was, use how many people you went to your birthday party you know when you're like middle school and high school or like getting invited to the big birthday party and i think now not having the big birthday and having people who truly love you there and then people who like genuinely they're to celebrate you being alive yeah that's crazy like how great is that for you to have anyone that just wants to celebrate the fact that you exist yeah we like totally reframe the fuck out of birthdays here I'm thrilled. I feel like I went through a great therapy session. <laughs> Me too. I was feeling a little jaded. Should I, should I send you like a Venmo? Like what I pay Dr. Hazel or no? <laughs> I'll send you a request for what I think my fee should be. Okay. Perfect. 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 Okay. It's going to be exorbitant. Exorbitant. <laughs> you deserve it. You'd be worth it. Ugh. Thank you. But yeah, I do. I feel better. I actually feel really good. I think this is actually the kind of start I wanted to my birthday. So thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a good place. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I was not having a good day before this either. I did shit day at work, and I was not in a good mood, and I feel yeah. so much better. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, well, then we'll unpack. So now it's a little preview for next week. We do have some stuff we want to talk about because I am turning 29 in per Morgan in an hour. Um <laughs> And uh, we just have some feelings like both ways about aging. Like we just have a lot of things we want to unpack. Yeah. Good and bad. I have feelings about turning 29. Yeah, I have feelings too. I have feelings too. And I have feelings both ways. And I have had feel the feeling I'm feeling now I've had before. So I want to yeah. like address that too. Can't <gasps> wait. Can't wait. All right, cool. Morgan, where can they see uh, Nicole's work and all that shit? Oh my God, Nicole's going to have such good shit. I think I've shared this with y'all. Nicole has also lost her mom. I don't think she'd be upset for us to share that. So I bet, well, A, she already puts all the effort into what we do and we're trying to convince other people to hire her so that she actually can get paid for what she does until we can pay her. Um, but I feel like she'll put a lot of like heart and soul into this one. I can't see why she wouldn't. Yeah, I feel like she would identify really well with this. Her mom was cool as shit too. I know, I miss her. Her mom was awesome. Sweet woman. Mm-hmm. They hosted great parties too. They sure fucking did. Yeah. Oh, or Nicole's Kinsingera. I did yeah. get kicked out of the party there. That's its own backup story, but we still had a great time. <laughs> it was fun. It was that so was much fun. fun. All right. Where can they see all of Nicole's hard work where she puts our words into beautiful things? You can see the genius that is Nicole on Instagram at Make It Work Podcast, Facebook.com slash Make It Work Podcast. And then if you just want to shoot the shit and tell us what you're thinking, where your head's at, shoot us an email, make it work podcast at gmail.com. Ooh. And like Morgan said that if you and like some of your friends maybe listen to this podcast and you feel like your friend, either it's your friend's birthday coming up and you, if you have a listener and you have another friend who listens and you would like them to be eulogized, 
on the podcast <laughs> as long as it's a it. reasonable length like don't we can't do a 20 minute episode just eulogizing your friends as much as i'm sure they deserve it um send us what you want to say about your friends especially if it's their birthday we would love to i like that idea i'm all about extremely short speeches mm-hmm when you read it out loud, under three minutes. Yeah. And we'll give you all of our effort for three minutes. After three minutes, everyone's getting bored. You uh-huh. got to excel. We're going to teach you to be good speechwriters. You cannot make the story last that long and keep everyone's attention. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be so fucking cool. So if you would like someone to be eulogized on the Make It Work podcast, hit us up. Let us know. I'm sure they've lived a great life. I'm sure they have. And we're <laughs> like, hey, we still want you here, but here's why we're glad that you're here today. Yeah. All right, Morgan. Well, can't wait to talk to you about it next week. Good night. I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow for your eulogy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> love, you. <laughs> love you. Bye.